So we've begun a new series called Knowing God's Will. Knowing God's Will. And uh, I preached a message last week titled, He Knows Better Than You. How many of you believe that? He knows better than you. You know, now there, there, there are various ways of knowing God's will. We know God's will first and foremost through spending time with Him and getting into the Word of God, which is the Bible. We get to know God's will through the people that God has placed around us. We get to know God's will through uh, prophetic words, promises that come our way. We get to know God's will through godly surprises. It would be like you're praying for something. You're praying for a particular thing, and you're walking down the road, and you see something speak out to you exactly in the direction that you feel you need to go that you're praying for. So God speaks in various ways, and we can get to know God's will for our lives in various ways. And so last week, I, I, I shared a passage of Scripture that pretty much is a course. I term, I term it as a short course in getting to know God's will. And that is trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him and He will direct your paths or He will make your path straight. And so last week, I began this message and I spoke about this passage of Scripture and I said that this passage of Scripture suggests the basis on which guidance will come. Like I said, it's a short course on God's will for your life. And if you learn what, I, I also said, if you learn what this passage is teaching and uh, you, begin to apply it to your you begin to apply it to your daily life, it will make a, prof it will make a profound difference when you, meet, when you need to make a tough decision. And from this passage of Scripture, I discovered five keywords. Five keywords. There are five keywords that unlock the message of this text. And so last week I did three of the keywords, which was trust, which was lean, and which was understanding. And today I'm going to get into the fourth word, which is acknowledge. The Bible says in this passage, in all your ways, acknowledge him. In all your ways, acknowledge him. Now, this word requires or deserves extra consideration because the word acknowledge can be hard for a lot of us to understand. In the Hebrew word, this word is a command. You could translate this by saying, in all your ways, know him. In all your ways, know him. But the Hebrew word means to know deeply and intimately. The Hebrew word for acknowledge means to know deeply and intimately. 
It's the kind of knowing that comes out of personal experience. It means to know something through and through. It's like when you have a relationship with someone, when you, when you have that so-called best friend, you know that person so well that you can literally see that person through and through and know every single detail about that person's life. For instance, someone might, someone might say, do you know the president of the United Arab Emirates? I would say, sure, I know the president. I mean, I'd, you know, I would like to say it with complete confidence. You know, sure, I know the president. And if the president walked into the room, if he had to walk into this hall right now, I would know who he is. I would know who is the president of the United Arab Emirates. If I heard his voice, probably if I heard his voice over, over television, maybe I would know him. But if I saw him, if I saw him live on TV, I would recognize him. I would be able to recognize him. If I saw his picture on the, first of, if I saw his picture on the front page of the newspaper or magazine, I would, know, I would know that he is the president. I would know that this is the president of the United Arab Emirates. Now, you all know that I don't really know him. Okay, everyone over here knows that I don't really know him as much as I would really like to. And God can make anything happen. I believe in that. God can make anything happen. But I can't pick up the phone and call up the presidential palace and say, Your Highness, this is Clinton Fernandez. Let's do lunch this week. I mean, if uh, I'm calling someone and if a cross-connection takes place, that'll be great. But I can't really call him up and say, Your Highness, this is Clinton Fernandez. Let's do lunch this week. He won't take my call because I don't know him personally. He won't take my call because I don't know him personally. I just know him at the level of head knowledge. I don't know him intimately on a friendship level. But there's another kind of knowing. There's another kind of knowing. My wife, did you hear how I put emphasis on the tone wife, the, the level of the tone? My wife and I know each other in a completely different way. We've known each other intimately for over 11 years. How many of you think my wife is an amazing woman? I think so too. I think so too. I think so too. But we know each other, and I know her in a completely different way. Like I said, we've known each other intimately for over 11 years. And after being together that long, Strange things begin to happen. Good strange things, okay? Strange things begin to happen. I will be thinking about something, and she will just blurt it out. I'll be thinking about something, and she'll just blurt it out. I would, I would start a sentence, and she'll complete it. I would start a sentence, and she'll complete it. And I would be like, how can you do that? How did you know this is what I was thinking about? 
And she would say, I know what you're thinking before you even say it. There'd be times when I'm about to say something and she'd be like, don't. I'm like, how do you know? Don't. I know exactly what you're going to say. You know? Things like that happen to all married couples eventually. Things like that happen to all married couples eventually. For those of you who have just gotten married, I'm not scaring you, okay? I'm just saying as time goes by, that close, the closeness of that relationship gets so strong and it does something to you when you know each other so well. You'd rather know each other so well than not know each other at all. Someone say an amen. You'd rather know everything about your spouse than not know anything at all. And things like this happen eventually, like I mentioned, every married couple. When you live together for years, you get to know each other at such a deep level that you actually begin to know what the other person is thinking, even as he or she is thinking it. You know what your wife is going to say before she says it? You know what your husband is going to do before he does it? You have a deep, personal, intimate knowledge of each other. Seen in that light, seen in that light, we might, we might translate verse 5 this way. In all your ways, in all your ways, everyone say all your ways. Say it again, all your ways. In all your ways. Know God intimately, deeply, personally. In all your ways, know God intimately, deeply, personally. When you know God, when you know God that way, in every area of your life, when you know God deeply, intimately, and personally, in every area of your life, he will direct your paths. He will direct your paths. And that brings me to the fifth key word in this passage. Direct. He will make your paths straight. He will make your paths straight. You know, in the, King, in the King James Version, it says, He shall direct your paths. He shall direct your paths. Which is not a bad translation. I love the King James translation. But I really like the ESV translation, the English Standard Version, which says, He will make your path straight. He will make your path straight. Imagine with me now, okay? Imagine that you are driving along a road that appears to be impossible. You know, you cannot, every nook and corner, there's something that comes up. You cannot pass through it with ease. The road winds through the mountains, down into the swamps. It seems to have a thousand switchbacks. And as you travel on this road, you discover that 
Portions of the road are washed out. There are potholes all over. There are huge, there are, you know, there, there are times while you are driving, the road is, is, is blocked by huge boulders. And in some places, the road apparently becomes a dead end. This is the road of your life. This is the road of your life. As you look at it, it appears to be covered with boulders and rocks. Some part of it seems to be filled with potholes. Other sections appear to be going nowhere. That's the way life is. But here's God's message to you from Proverbs 3, verses 5 to 6. If you will acknowledge God in every area of your life, if you will acknowledge God in every area of your life, He will take personal responsibility to make your way smooth and straight. He will take personal responsibility to make your way smooth and straight. He will remove the obstacles if they need to be removed. He will fill in the portholes if they need to be filled. He will redirect the detour so that what seemed to be a dead end turns out to be the shortest, the, uh, turns out to be the shortest way to reach your destination. All you have to do is just trust in the Lord. All you have to do is just trust in the Lord. Lay yourself completely on Him for full support. Lay yourself completely on Him for full support. You know, the first half of last year, the first half of last year, from the very beginning of Jan, my wife and I probably went through one of the toughest times in ministry. One of the most difficult times in ministry. And at the beginning of those difficult times, there were some good options that came about. Some good options that came about that was really good for the family, that would work really well for the kids, that was so good that you could just throw in the towel and leave and be like, wow, this is going to make way for a good life. But the question was, and very often we have to fight with this question, all of us, is this God's will? Is this God's will? I'm getting goosebumps saying this story, you know, and we had to fight, we had to battle, is this God's will? And we decided, obviously the obvious thing to do is decide to come before God and pray. And God said, stay. And God said, stay. And not to say that from there on it was the bear of roses. Not to say from there on, you know, like Bollywood, typical Bollywood movies, we hold hands and we run around the trees, run around in the park. No, 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 no. We thought it was going to be easy. God said, stay. And we knew deep down in our hearts that that was what God's will was for us. And let me say this, truth be told, 
Submitting to God's will is not always the easiest, but it's always the best. Someone say an amen. amen. Submitting to God's will is not always the easiest, but it's always the best. Prior to making that decision, it seemed like, oh my God, what's going to happen? The boulders are here, there are potholes. How are we going to navigate through? But from the moment we said yes, God cleared every obstacle in our path. That today when we stand here, we see the fruit of what God's doing. And it's not the complete fruit. Because it's not just for me and my wife and my family. It's for all of us. When you submit completely to God's will, like I said, it's not the easiest, but it's always the best. Because for us as a community, for us as a family, the best is yet to come. Greater things are ahead of us. Our great days have not gone past us. It is ahead of us. He will make your path straight. Don't lean for support on your own human understanding. In all your ways, know God intimately. He will take the path of your life that seems to go up and down and around, around the corners and sometimes, see, sometimes may seem to curve backwards. And He will make your way straight. That's the promise of God to you. That's the promise of God. You know, my favorite definition of faith comes from Philip Yancey, who says, faith means believing in advance what will only make sense in reverse. Faith means believing in advance what will only make sense in reverse. We want to know why things happen the way they do. We want to know why did I get, why didn't I get that promotion? Why didn't I get that admission? Why didn't I get that job? Why didn't I get that breakthrough? We want to know why, why, why. We want to know why things didn't happen this way. Why couldn't things have happened some other way? It would be wrong to say that faith provides all the answers because it doesn't. It doesn't. By faith, we see things that are invisible to others. Okay, it's very important. It's very important for us to have faith. The, 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 main, the, main, uh, the main essence of a walk with Christ is to have complete faith in Him. But very often, we blame it on faith. We blame it on faith. I had full faith in God. But the problem is you had full faith in God Wanting what you wanted for your life when God did not want you to settle for anything less than the best. You know, and by faith we see things that are invisible to others. And by faith we believe in advance those things that right now make no sense. But one day will make perfect sense because we will review them in reverse. You know, when we put our faith in God and we walk down that journey and we're praying, we're trusting God. And at times, many a times it's hard. But when we receive the breakthrough and we look back in reverse, we're thankful for how we got here. You know, when you start your journey, you're looking up to God, you're full of excitement. 
and you're walking, you're holding on to God's hand, you see the obstacle, but you go over the obstacle, you're looking, God, you are with me, I can do this. And we walk and walk. Whatever comes in, in front of us, we walk because we're looking to God and everything's going great because we are walking this walk with Him. And we start the journey, we're on this journey, we're excited and we're walking with God and then suddenly we begin to look around. We begin to look around. You know, faith, our, our faith gets weak a bit. We start looking around and then the next obstacle that comes in front of us, we are like, how am I going to get through this? How am I going to get through this? This seems so difficult. My life is in a mess. I don't know how am I going to get through this. My knee-jerk reaction and all of that, always, in situations like that, is to look back. If God brought me from there, when I started off my journey, two years, if he brought me from there to here, how will he not take me from year to year? How will he not take me from year to year? Faith means believing at once what will only make sense in reverse. The world says seeing is believing. God says believing is seeing. Believing is seeing. We believe, therefore we see. I don't know what the breakthrough for each of us is going to look I don't know what the breakthrough or the victory for each of us is going to look like, but I believe that the breakthrough and the victory will come. I don't see it, but I believe it. Not just for myself, not just for my family, not just for this church, but for each and every one of us. I believe it. The question is, do you know the secret of knowing the will of God? Do you know the secret of knowing the will of God? Let me tell you what the secret is. Are you ready? Are you ready? The secret is this. In everything you do, know God. That's it. If you were looking for some major formula, I'm sorry. In everything you do, know God. That's the secret to knowing the will of God. In everything you do, know God. Proverbs 3 verses 5 to 6 ends with the promise. He will make your paths straight. God is more than able to remove the obstacles in front of you. He's more than able to, he's more than able to fill in, like I said, the potholes and turn a dead end into a four-lane highway. You know, life is a mysterious journey full of unexpected twists and turns. How many of you can relate to that? It is a mysterious journey full of unexpected twists and turns. The path ahead is a mystery to all of us. No one can say for sure what is around the next bend. It may, be a smooth, it may be a smooth road through a lovely valley, or we may discover that the bridge is washed out and we have to find a way to cross a deep river. Often the road will seem to disappear or it may suddenly seem to go in three different directions 
and we don't know which way to go. But there's one who knows the way. There is one who knows the way. Because the past, present, and future are all the same to him. And the darkness is as the light of day. There is one who knows the way. Because the past, present, and future are all the same to him. And the darkness is as the light of day. He knows the way we should go. He promised to direct your path, and he will. He will direct your path. You can count on it. And I want to say this. All of us need to know this. That he knows better than you and me. He knows better than you and me. He always knows better than you and me. And that's the truth. That's the truth. You know, last week I began by saying, I began by saying, uh, well, I began by saying that God placed Adam and Eve in the garden. Everything was already there for them. You know, everything was already provided for them. The provision was created before the need existed. And then, and then Adam fell. Adam and Eve fell. They lost out on that identity of sonship. And they were thrown out of the garden. And they became slaves. But God still did not leave them. God still didn't leave them. You know, it was God's will to send the second Adam through Jesus to redeem mankind and bring us back into that place of becoming sons and daughters. Next week, we're celebrating Easter. It was God's will to send his son Jesus to live, die, and on the third day, resurrect from that cross and live life forevermore. We sing that song, because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Life is so much better just because he lives. It was God's will for his son to come to the world, live, die, and resurrect. And Jesus is alive evermore. And because Jesus is alive forevermore, because Jesus is alive forevermore, as we get to know him deeply, intimately, and personally, it is God's will for the resurrection power of Jesus to be alive in each and every situation of yours. It is God's will for the resurrection power of Jesus to come alive in each and every situation of yours. All that we need to do is surrender everything to him. Surrender completely to him. And he will make your path straight. Give everything into his hands. Don't even keep a percent of it for yourself. Don't even take control of that point something, something, something percent. Give everything into Jesus' hands, into God's hands, and he will make your path straight. The secret to knowing God's will 
is in knowing who God is in everything. In every area of your life. Today you might be sitting over here and you're thinking, why didn't I get that financial breakthrough? Why didn't I get that, why didn't I get that blessing that I was waiting for? Why didn't I get that business deal? Why didn't I get that promotion? Why didn't I get that admission in university? Why, why, why? Don't ask why. He knows everything better than you. Let's stop asking why. The more we ask that why, the more it will drain us and bring us down. The more we understand that he knows better than me, all we need to do is hold on to his hand. And how, 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 however crooked the way before us may be, he will make your path straight. He will make your path straight. Don't worry. I feel, I, 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 I feel with you when that thing does not come, the breakthrough does not come. I've been there, but I also know. I also know. Like Dawn said today morning, this afternoon, my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches. According to his riches. Can we all stand? Can we all stand even as we bring this service to a close? I'm going to pray and then I'm going to request you to please be seated for a bit just to finish making the announcements. But I just feel that this is a God moment right now. You know, I feel that there is disappointment and it's okay at times to, it's okay to be disappointment. It's okay not to hide disappointment. You know, we are human at the end of the day. And I know that there's been disappointment. But I really pray and believe that God wants to heal hearts this afternoon. I really believe that God is asking for complete surrender. And to know whatever it is that you desire, God knows way better than you and He wants to provide you with nothing less than the best. So if that's you, just put out your hands. Father, I know that many a times we look forward to receiving something, we pray for something, we ask for something. And we think that it's your will for us to get it, but then we're disappointed because it's not. And many a times, Father God, we're unable to let go. But today, Lord, this afternoon, I ask that you would heal every person that's disappointed and take away every disappointment because I believe that you have an appointed time for every person. You have an appointed time for every person. Your word says you make all things beautiful just in time. And so today, Lord, this afternoon as your people, we just say to you, God, all that I am, I surrender to you. All that I have, I surrender to you. And I pray and I say, God, not my will, but let your will be done in my life, in my family, everything concerning me. Let your will be done. Today, Father, I know, and I want to keep saying it time and again, you know way better than me. Help me to hold on to your hand and never let go and walk this journey with you, completely surrendered to you. I just pray, Father, that you would bless every person in this place. 
bless every person through this week. We pray for breakthroughs and victory and miracles and signs and wonders. And we pray that this week would be a phenomenal week for each and every one of us. In Jesus Christ's mighty name. Amen. Amen. Give God a hand. Give God a hand.